Hey, my beautiful lovelies. Good morning. Well, it's morning to me right now. It might not be morning when you listen to this. But anyway, today is a new day, a new start, and it's another August 11th. And that means it's officially been a year since I started this podcast. Now I've grown some. The podcast has grown some. And it's been a very, really changing year, if that makes sense. But thank you guys for rocking with me for this long, because it's been a freaking long year. Oh my goodness. But before I say anything else, y'all already know the drill. Give me your life update. I'm going to listen. Sounds like your summer has definitely been interesting. Now, you said a lot. You said a lot. But what I'm hearing is that you're also also ready for Bachelor in Paradise and that you're also going to give the Bachelorette a chance. No. Oh, what I'm hearing is you're going to binge all the Twilights in a day. No. It's okay. Either way, live your best life. Live your best life. But, um, hmm. you've been through it. You need a break. You need to give yourself a mini vacation. And I'm here for it. I absolutely support it. But thank you for telling me a 411. Uh, my life update it's a big life update. Um, I'm no longer working at a hospital. I might have. I most definitely already told you guys that. But yeah, I guess you can say now I'm full time with NAACP, and I'm glad to actually have a job that means a lot to me. Um, I move back into my dorms for school next week on Saturday. Like, when did that happen? When did it sneak up? I saw this thing on Instagram. It was like, college is no longer right around the corner. It's on the porch. And honestly, it's knocking at the door because when did that happen? Nine days till I moved back in. I'm not ready. I'm not prepared. I miss my friend in the dorm atmosphere. Yes. I miss the temperature of my dorm room. Yes. I do not miss the classes. They were so stressful. Anyone else need academic validation? Because same. Same, 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 bro. But anyway. Not an 18-wheeler drove by while I'm trying to record my intro. Anyway, that's happened. Um, I got a lot checked off my summer bucket list, to be honest. I'm trying to pull it up so I can tell you guys what I had on it. Okay, summer 22 bucket list. I have five picnics, but I've only had two. But I can easily get three before school starts again. I had five to ten pool days. Only went to the pool once. Only went once. It was a great one time. But I need to go again. So freaking soon, bro. I'm an absolute water baby. Born in July. Oh yeah, I also turned 20. Teehee. But anyway, I'm an absolute water baby. Born in July. Like, 
I've just always loved summer and the pool and anything having to do with water. And so the fact that I've only been to the pool once this summer is very extremely biphobic to me. Okay. I had, I wanted to hike at least two to three times a week. And I've been flip-flopping between going to Planet Fitness and then going on hikes. I love my hikes outside. But once it started getting like 100 degrees every day, a girl had to stop. <laughs> girl had to stop. She's very sensitive to heat, which is funny because she's also very sensitive to the cold. I get cold easy, I get hot easy, okay? And that's just the life of being someone that's anemic and also gets heat exhaustion very fast, okay? But I've been doing my walks again. <laughs> And I miss my walking buddy. We need to go hiking again. Doing it by myself. Not the same without you, girl. And then I said, go on three dates at least. I think I've been on three. Okay, here's the thing with that. Okay. I'm on my first date really early in the summer. And it was with a guy I gave a second chance to. And he didn't deserve a second chance. Like, everything was going all good, and then, boom, instant 180. I'm not one of those people that dwell on anything, and I'm one of those people that, like, get over a guy in, like, 24 hours, maybe 48 if it was a really good talking stage. But yeah, I was like, he can live his life, and that's it. And I was still on Bumble and everything. I was like, obviously, I've always been a relationship girl. Always been looking for a relationship. I'm not someone who wants a situationship. I'm not someone who wants a sneaky link. I'm not someone who wants to do anything casual. So I was still on Bumble. Just Bumble because Tinder... Ugh. Tinder has to be... The devil's work. Oh my gosh. People on there are just whores. And not a good whore. A bad whore. They're whores in the bad way. Okay? So I stayed on Bumble. I was like, I'm gonna keep swiping. I'm gonna focus on myself right now in life, but I am gonna keep swiping because you never know. Your person could be like right around the corner. And my person was right around the corner because the next day I went on, it was the day after my birthday. And it was with my current boyfriend, Christian. Everyone say hi to Christian because we stand him. That's an amazing man. But we went on a date and it was such a good date. I was so freaking nervous at first, but then he calmed me down. Then we made it official that day. And it's just been history ever since. History ever since. Our one month was just a couple days ago. But yeah. So obviously, I forgot I was talking about my summer bucket list, but that was a good time. I had another tattoo. Didn't get it. My other nostril pierce. Didn't get it. Beach trip. Didn't get it. Road trip. I went on a road trip with my family in South Carolina and also went on my friend's birthday trip to a place in Virginia, which is really good. I had Thor, saw Thor with my boyfriend. Jurassic Park, saw it with my mom and sister. Nope, saw it with my cousin. Um, I had a birthday celebration. There was like a little kickback and went to a museum. I said, be outside at least three to five good times. I went to Mochella and y'all know what happened there. So I scratched that out. I was like, you know what? Maybe I don't have to be outside at all. Got my new job. I did drink for the first time. Nine shots deep, and I was just only tipsy. And then it says, learn how to twerk like a pro, and then stretch so you can do a split or get close to doing a split again. I wouldn't say I twerk like a pro, but I did learn how to make it clap. I learned how to make the cheeks clap, y'all. So I don't know if I should say that that was marked off or not. Because I'm one of those people that, like, at parties and stuff, I'm not going to twerk in front of you. I twerk with the strangers. 
so that's just that but yeah that's my life update and next time when i come back we will get into the bachelorette well y'all i'm back and it's time to talk about the bachelorette now of course the bachelorette this season is unlike any season before which kind of is like every season is unlike every season before but no this time there's two bachelorettes i know what you're thinking doesn't claire and tasia count as two bachelorettes no i don't count them as two because if you remember claire was a bachelorette then she like fell in love with this one dude at like first sight and then they left the show together but there were still a whole bunch of guys left so they brought Tasha in and they were like you're dating someone else now she doesn't know you you don't know her but hopefully you welcome her with open arms and both of those relationships with Claire and Tasha both did not work out sadly but anyway we're not here to talk about them there's also another season where there's two bachelorettes but they didn't stay the whole time because they had the guys decide who they liked the best and honestly to me that was the most shadiest thing ever because like no matter who no matter who the bachelorette was going to be the one who didn't get chosen was going to feel crushed and humiliated and embarrassed on national television because it's like 32 guys or 30 guys that decided they didn't want to date her and she just goes home and does what cries cries I'm not saying her validation comes from men, but I'm just saying be rejected by 30 men at the same time on TV. Probably do something to you, you know? But no, it's not like any of those situations. There's two bachelorettes from the beginning to the end. They're both going to try to find love. And honestly, interesting concept. Very interesting concept. Now, Gabby and Rachel, they're very different, I would say. Like, yeah, they're from the same season. And I was about to say Colton. Oh my gosh, wrong name. I'm freaking... I didn't like him as a bachelor so much. I, I'm forgetting his name right now. Um, well, anyway, it's not important because we're not talking about him. You know, they came off his season because... You know, I really can't remember his name and I feel so bad. Because I remember his now girlfriend's name, Susie. Susie, Susie. Clayton, there we go. There we go. Okay, so they made it to the final three with Clayton. And they didn't end up with him because they were, well, Gabby was about to leave and Rachel wanted to stay. And he had to talk with both of them to get them to stay. And Gabby wanted to leave. And he was like, no, I don't want you to leave. The cars are being way too loud. But he was like, I don't want you to leave. She thought long and hard about it. She was like, okay, I'll stay. Then Rachel was confused because she was like, Susie's gone. Gabby's gone I'm gonna be the only one left but that doesn't necessarily mean he wants me so what am I supposed to do so fantasy suites happen there is no windmill if you know you know but fantasy suites happen and afterwards Clayton's like you know what I didn't might love you guys I do love you guys I'm in love with all three of you and I slept with both of you but I'm about to dump you here and leave you here right now and go to Susie the one who left me so that's exactly what he did and you know he freaking smashed and dashed and it might be not that simple and there's emotions involved but gabby said it best bro she was like before i wanted to leave on my terms you convinced me to stay and now like a day later i'm leaving on your terms 
He's like, I didn't know if I wanted you here or not. She was like, yes, you did. He was like, no, it's not like that. She was like, yes, it is. What's the difference that a couple days makes? So they both got dirty, both got done dirty. And now they're both the bachelorettes. So here we are. So all this happens and what's next? The internet, of course. The internet is gonna do what the internet does best. Y'all, if y'all heard that noise, it sounded like a chipmunk or a cicada escaped from the ground and just tried to kill me. Okay, but anyway, we love nature sometimes. But the internet likes to do what the internet does best. We just talk about business that's not theirs when they don't know the whole story. So naturally, everyone's like, we hate Clayton. Why did you do that to those women? But at the end of the day, you were here to find love and you found it with Susie, I guess. I guess you guys are happy. But also, you know what happened last time? A bachelor went to go go find a girl that left him. That was Colton. Now, I don't think this is, this is going to be a Colton situation. But, you know, fingers crossed. No ill will, no bad blood comes for them. But during Gabby and Rachel's whole season, people have been choosing sides. There's a half of the internet that's like, I prefer Gabby or I prefer Rachel. Then there's the other half that's like, they came into this really close friends. I hope they leave really close friends. Forget the guys. Like, we don't need any more relationships or friendships ruined over a guy. And honestly, I'm on that side. Because while while they are here to both find love, like... You can never have too many friends. Well, actually you can't, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Like, they have such a close friendship and it's so beautiful. And I love that they're like more of a partnership and they're supporting each other that I don't want, I don't want them to lose that. And it seems like they kind of already are because actually we're gonna talk about it later. We're we're just gonna talk about that later, okay? So I lied y'all, we're gonna talk about it like right now. Okay, Gabby and Rachel, they're about I want to say halfway through with their journey, which seems like it was very fast because it seems like there's so many men left and there haven't been any really deep connections formed except with like maybe on Gabby's side, like three, three men, maybe on Rachel's side, one or two, but like hometowns are already so close and that's absolutely crazy to me. But in this whole journey so far, they dated both the same guys and then after a while, they made the guys choose who they liked the most because, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. These are both individual love journeys happening at the same time. And one guy can't have them both. So they made the guys choose. And poor Rachel, I want to say it's like three guys who turned down her rose and was like, actually, I'm here for Gabby. And of course, that's humiliating and embarrassing because you actually really like these guys. And they're like, actually, no. But at the same time, you're both here for love, so you gotta make the decisions that are best for you. And, like, what is Gabby gonna do about it? She's gonna choose who's best for her as well. But I just feel bad, because getting defeated after defeat, defeat after defeat, not defeated after defeated, English girl. I can understand why she felt down in the dust. I can understand it. But, at the same time, she, I don't wanna say they knew what they were getting into, and they agreed to be the bachelorettes because you never had two bachelorettes before. But like, you know how it goes. You know the premise. Like, hopefully, I would hope that you would emotionally and mentally prepare yourself before you got in the situation. And 
I don't, some people are more sensitive than others, so I understand her tears. Like, I'm not going to tell you don't cry when you obviously need to cry. Like, let out that emotion, girl. But this is what? Two or three? Two for sure. Group dates where actually there wasn't group dates. They were canceled. And she has less men than Gabby. And I want to say she has around two solid connections. And if she wants to maximize her chances of finding love, she needs to spend as much time with these guys as she can, to be honest. And she just hasn't been doing that. And she's also been complaining about how Gabby's guys are compared to her guys against her. But to be honest, when they were talking about Gabby's men, she went to Gabby's date and talked about how everybody was looking at Gabby and how Gabby's men were paying attention to her and hers weren't. Her and Gabby were sitting together on one side of the boxing ring. Her guys were on the other. Not only could they probably not see her, but it was literally Gabby's date. Like, it was not about you in that moment. You guys have your own date. And you just got to sit in on hers. Like, why? how did Gabby's date become about Rachel? And that was also something that was trending on Instagram whenever it happened. Because, like, what? Why? And not only that, but after Rachel had been canceling group dates, getting rejected by men, the one guy who... What is his name, actually? I don't remember his name. If this actually turns out to be his name, I'll be excited. But I'm going to call him Lucas because his, his face looks like a Lucas. So this dude with the fluffy hair, whose name may or may not be Lucas, but who definitely looks like a Lucas. He's been accepting rose after rose from Rachel. Rose after rose. Because like I said, the process is halfway over. This is a side note, but two cops just went behind this one car. at the elementary school track I'm working at. And my life flashed before my eyes for a second. Cause y'all know y'all know what happens to us black folks when we walk with the bag on our back that was so many emotions i just couldn't even talk anyway the one dude with the hair the fluffy hair he took so many roses from rachel it's getting windy y'all hold on so the clouds are coming in a might storm right now because i'm outside again but hopefully this Anyway, this Lucas guy, he accepted so many roses from Rachel, and in the back of his mind, he was like the Gabby, because he's the only dude that kissed both of them and made a connection with both of them, and Gabby knew that, because Rachel came to her and was like, oh my gosh, Lucas kissed me, and Gabby already knew that Lucas kissed her too, but she didn't want to say anything, because she was like, Rachel really likes him, so I'm going to fall back. So Lucas tells Rachel he's not into her anymore, and she's like, I get it, I understand, but like how many roses of mine were you gonna take before you were like, no, I'm team Gabby. And so he went and talked to Gabby about it. And he was like, yeah, I've been accepting roses from Rachel, but I can't get you out of my mind. You know that TikTok sound? You got my heart, I got my mind. I think about you all the time. Yeah, well anyway, that was Lucas. And I thought Gabby was gonna be like, how you gonna take that many roses from my bestie and hurt her feelings? Cause they always check on each other when something goes down. But no. Come to her little... What is it? Cocktail? Cocktail party? There we go. When it comes to her cocktail party, Lucas comes down the stairs. And you know who gets a rose at the rose ceremony? Lucas. Took the spot of two very, very good-minded black men for this one white dude with fluffy hair. But I get it, it's not about race, it's 
about connection. But she had like three more weeks with them than she did with Lucas. And so the connection had to be really strong for her to just let them go like that. Because I wouldn't have let them go compared to Lucas, okay? And so she gave Lucas a rose. Rachel looks mad. Which, because she probably wanted her to send her home, send Lucas home. But it didn't happen. So anyway, that's the 411. That's the rundown. That's a skinny on the season so far. And I feel like we need a little bachelor break. Because honestly, I need a drink of water. And it's just two bachelorettes is a lot to discuss, y'all. Anyway, we're going to take a little, little itty bitty break. And then we're going to come back from the bachelor break and talk about The Bachelor some more. So y'all, I know I said I was gonna take a little bachelor break, and I am. But until a girl gets ads, and actually, even after I have ads, I'm gonna add my own little new segments in here. It's been a year, and y'all are probably tired of the whole, how's your life doing? Here's what I'm doing. Podcast. Have an amazing life. You know? So I want to add in some segments. So y'all, this segment, this first segment, because there's going to be a total of three, because good, thing good things come in three. Not that sense, because I couldn't talk, but you know what I mean. Good things come in three. One, two, three. Flows perfectly. Father, son, Holy Ghost. Flows perfectly. TLC. Destiny's Child. You know, three. But anyway... This first segment is going to be called Media Moments. Now, media can be anything. Media can be songs. Media can be social media. Media can be movies. Like, any type of media. Media Moments. Whatever you guys are feeling, just tell me. And if you guys don't get around to it, I'm going to tell you what I'm feeling. Because I'm always feeling something. For my Media Moments, uh, I would say a song I'm feeling right now is Need to Know by Doja. I don't know why because it's been out for a while but it's just been speaking to me that's just one of the songs i've listened to absolutely every day actually i'm gonna give y'all a top five <laughs> need to know by doja cat because she did she did it with that album y'all um also hours and hours of many because it's just an amazing song y'all can't tell me nothing nothing less it's just amazing and that's just it Abel, because I always listen to Abel. I can't go a day without listening to him. He's my favorite, my favorite dude artist, okay? The Weeknd. If y'all don't know, his name is Abel. That little Canadian man? Yeah. Okay, so I've been listening to Die For You, because that song just, every time I hear it, there's an edit in my head, and I just move like I'm in an edit, because y'all know how it sounds. And then, Wicked Games, it's just, it's just so good. If you, if you listen to the words, it's actually literally so toxic. But he makes toxic sound good. Now, music form is the only way I will take my toxic. Because if you are toxic to me in person, I'm going to just leave. There's going to be no more me. You're just going to be like, what happened to Genevieve? Don't know. Never saw her again. We don't do toxicity over here, okay? But I'm going to count those two as one song. Because it's just, you can never have too much of the weekend. That's three. Four. I've been listening to Go Get It by Eric Ballinger and Tone Stith. Now, I need to listen to Eric Ballinger more because I really like this song, but just anything Tone Stith touches, 
it just sounds amazing but that's just my opinion then of course number five is my number one top music artist my favorite woman artist my baby mama if y'all will my wife not literally but y'all know what i mean y'all we all have that one celebrity crush she's mine her her song heart to love i just love it i love it so much it gets me in my feelings it just sounds nice it's just everything she touches just sounds amazing just like the weekend but yeah that's my top five and then that's it for music i'm gonna say movie because you always need another movie and another show to watch especially me because whenever there's a show i'm watching it probably by the end of the week done no matter how many seasons there is but the movie i would say you guys should watch prey it's a new movie in a predator franchise which i've literally never seen until this movie came out and it's on hulu it's really really good it has that one girl from uh roswell in it if you guys watch roswell new mexico <gasps> if you haven't that's a show you should watch oh my gosh so prey is basically it's a little bit back in time it's a native american tribe and they're just kind of it's a predator movie so they go back and forth with predator and you know it's a predator movie it's called prey y'all can put two and two together get four it's a good movie i think you should watch it and then Roswell, New Mexico, if you're into like little supernatural stuff, paranormal stuff, and like sci-fi, uh, Roswell, New Mexico is about, you know, the little rumors of Roswell, New Mexico is about aliens. But it's not aliens the way you think, it's like aliens in the way that's like, you actually want to watch it. It's giving very much CW, and so I don't think it is CW though. If it is, it will make sense. But that's the show I think you guys should watch. And that wraps up my media moment. I can't bring like a TikTok or Instagram or social media post because there's just so many and I'm indecisive. So anyway, that's it for my media moments. And now it's time to get back to Gabby and Rachel. So guys, we're back and ready to talk about Gabby and Rachel again. Now, I know y'all can't see what I'm seeing right now, but it's like cloudy, but with the blue sky at the same time and the sun is shining, the sun is shining at that five o'clock angle, even though it's 7 p.m., but it's summer. So that five o'clock, that five o'clock sun is that seven o'clock sun. It's looking amazing for a bachelorette day out here, y'all. It really is. It's like it's windy but just like the perfect amount of windy it's not hot i'm walking on this track not breaking a sweat the allergies are not acting up right now it's perfect lighting like it looks so romantic out here y'all why i live so far away from it anyway this ain't about me it's about gabby and rachel wipe my fake tears off okay so gabby and rachel two separate women two separate love journeys two separate engagements at the end fingers crossed if all goes well so i just feel like i should start talking about them individually rachel rachel has had a doozy okay the men she has i'm glad she has them because i feel like they value her and they really are here for her but she's taking a little while to see it like she's taking a minute to get that 
and like i love the men she's connected deeply with so far like her and tino her and tino are so cute she needed her tino because while she's out here getting hurt keeps canceling group dates keeps canceling time with these men knowing dang well hometown hometowns around the corner i can't talk y'all call me early 2000s chris brown because the words they're not forming right now but anyway rachel and hermit i just feel like she needs to give them the same time and effort they give her because every week it's something every week she either feels something internally that has nothing to do with them or she feels something about a guy and like i get it she told her men she doesn't feel wanted and that she doesn't feel like she gets enough time with them then she walked away and at first i was like is anyone gonna chase after her like she literally just told you guys she feels unheard and unseen but miss girl never stops walking like she doesn't stay and try to get any clarity on anything she literally just goes home for the night and like it's on both sides because like why didn't y'all get up and stop her because if one y'all got up maybe she would have stayed but on the other hand how you gonna tell these men they don't pay enough attention to you and don't spend time with you and then every time there's a group date or a cocktail party where it's just you and your men you leave them it doesn't make any sense to me at all but then there was a group date and i was like yay group date they're in a foreign place they're living on a boat at this point and then the whole lucas situation happens and she's like i feel horrible i feel like i'm failing as a bachelorette but like there's no good way to be a bachelorette there's no perfect way everyone's journey is so unique you can't compare yourself to other people because look at claire fell in love first day she met dale ran off with him like week two or three and they just let it happen brought in Tasha. you know like there's no good way to be a bachelorette there's no right way to be a bachelorette like we saw what happened with hannah brown and good old good old luke sarcasm we saw what happened there we saw what happened with rachel Lindsay. that's like the best case scenario like you really can't compare yourself to anybody because everyone is so unique and different at the end of the day like just follow your heart and don't worry about nothing else you're here for love focus on that but i like how when she finally got time with her men again tina was able to pull her to the side i was like i understand you're going through your stuff but like stop canceling time with us we know big moments are coming up we know big steps are coming up you're missing us you're saying that you need time and attention from us we also need time and attention from you so stop taking it away because i feel unseen right now too and she was like thank you for being comfortable enough to tell me and i was like period tino put her in her place because honestly i guess she's sensitive and all but if you don't spend time with these men you're gonna be engaged with someone you just like a lot not someone you're in love with and that's what we're here for that's the name of the game love bro aside from tino though rachel had meatball and honestly, I didn't think Meatball was going to stay after he was like, I'm here for Gabby. And Gabby didn't choose him. And he came back and was like, I made a huge mistake as soon as I said it. But like, also, who's going to turn down his free Meatball subs all the time? And dang it, I don't know what that man's real name is. I'm like, he just went home and we're going to miss him. Hopefully, we see him in paradise. Grocery store jo grocery store joke situation. Someone needs to make me talk slower. But them two together it was just always a light fun positive time and honestly if she was feeling down she should have had a group date 
and went straight to Meatball. Because he would have brightened her mood just like that. But that one guy Rachel went on a date with just this week, I forgot his name. And this is going to sound so horrible to label him as, but like her one token black guy. Because Gabby, she... Gabby had her men. She got some seasoning in her men. She's a variety spice of life. And then Rachel, it probably wasn't on purpose. It's just how the cookies fell. Is that what it's called? Like how the cookies crumble, how the crumbs fell from the... It's just how the chips fell. Is that... Y'all know what I'm trying to say. But it probably has absolutely nothing to do with color. But like the one black guy she has left, their date was so freaking cute. And I knew he was there, but I didn't know they connected like that. And I'm so glad they did, because he really did bring a smile to her face. And they were cute. And they went to a chocolate shop. That chocolate looks good, bro. It looks freaking good. I don't think they ate much. But the chocolate looked good. I think they, this is when they were in Belgium. I think it's when they were in Belgium. But yeah, they were so cute, and they had a cute date. And he came out of nowhere. But I'm glad that he did. I like him for her, too. And maybe I'm drawing a blank right now, but that's like all I can think of for her side of the fence. Oh, one more dude, one more dude. I forget his name too. I'm really not good with names, guys, as you can tell. There's a white pickup truck just sitting in the parking lot. Oh, it just left. Thank goodness, because honestly, I have stuff in my bag to protect myself, but I don't necessarily want to have to open it. But anyway, the one guy with the deep voice, I forgot his name. But he's like a gentle giant. He's like a a big build guy, and he has a deep voice, not corpse deep, but a little close. And he's just very gentle. He's like a gentle giant. I like him for her because I feel like he calms her down. I feel like he makes her feel special. He always makes her laugh a little bit, even if it's unintentional, because y'all, that flirting, when it was like he was putting her in a headlock, I was dying. I was absolutely dying, but they really seem to like balance each other out. He always calms her down, brings her back down to earth, and that's what she needs, cause that's what she needs. Y'all seen, y'all seen it. I just like them together and their chemistry, how they interact with each other and talk with each other. I can just, I see it, okay? I see it. But anyway, that's enough about Rachel. Top three guys on her side. Gabby, bro. Gabby, Gabby, Gabby. Her journey has been a little easier than Rachel's, not as much crying, but I did feel really bad when she was saying she loves her mom, but her mom doesn't have the capacity to love her, and she's come to peace with that, and that's okay, and then she started talking to these guys about it, and she was like, what if I'm too broken to love, and I just wanted to hug her. I wanted to wrap her up in a hug so bad, because that's, that's so sad. Like, everybody has their person out there. Everybody is able to be loved. Everyone is able to give love. And I just, I felt so bad that she was like, what if, what if I'm not? What if I'm the one person that can't be loved? But I'm also glad she has good men there to remind her that she can be loved. Like that one guy she was talking to, I forget his name, but this is really bad because the internet was fangirling over him. He was like, have you ever heard about like you're doing therapy with your inner child? She was like, yeah, like, I have to do that. Like, that's childhood trauma. That's me. And he was like, I love doing that type of work. And the whole internet was like, this man is a man. And I'm so glad they ran into each other because, like, that's what she needs. 
she needs someone who's able to understand her someone who's able to know how important mental and emotional health is and she needs someone that's just gonna be there for her and remind her that she can be loved they can have serious moments with her make her feel important be romantic with her and at the same time make her laugh until she cries and y'all already know who's coming next bro y'all freaking already know who's coming next my absolute top one pick for gabby nate hands down nate is an amazing man and he's a great man for her but before we get into why i keep forgetting this man is literally a whole father he has a whole daughter at home and he loves her so much it's so adorable and he cries thinking about her and he misses her so much but he's like i have to step away to find love and if that's what i'm supposed to do then that's what i'm gonna do but like i just love that his daughter's gonna have that example of like you do what you can for love like once you see the potential for love or once you're falling in love like fight for it it's okay guys can have emotions and they should like everyone else do what makes them happy find that love that's what everyone wants at the end of the day everyone wants love whether they admit it or not and so for her to be able to see him being vulnerable saying how much he loves her not just showing it crying because he misses his daughter so much like i love that she gets to see that and i know he's a little controversial right now because as with every bachelorette and bachelor season there's dirt on just about every single person that goes on there now is the dirt always true no but people take what they see at face value i i'm not one of those people but i also don't know any of these people personally so it's like i can't even form a connection not a connection what's the word i can't even form a conclusion or opinion there we go i can't even form an accurate opinion because i don't know both sides of the story and even if i did know both sides of the story i don't know these people on a personal level it could very well be a publicity publicity stunt it could very well be someone cloud chasing it could very much be someone who's just attention seeking or someone who's just bitter or jealous that they let the opportunity or that person go so i can't even say anything about that but him and gabby they're just so adorable and i like how he brings out the serious side of her like he gets her to talk about emotions he connects with her emotionally and mentally there's chemistry there and she's a goofy person and he lets her be that like they can be goofy together as well as all those other things and he's just a really good support system for her and she does not care that he, that he has a kid like she's like i'm ready to be stepmama i bought some chocolate for your daughter ship it off right now and that was cute that almost made me cry i'm not gonna lie and so i absolutely love those two together and i was gonna say that i love gabby and mario together but girl just sent mario home to keep fluffy hair so kind of my feelings about that kind of mad about that because he was her first rose and normally first impression roses make it very very far and i guess he made it around halfway before she was like no you're not my man but like at the same time bro they were so cute together and they had all the elements that they could combine together to make a really beautiful relationship and i was just really sad to see him go anyway y'all the bachelorette is only halfway over so i feel like i can't do a too long too long episode on it but just two more things first of all why did rachel get rid of jordan v talk about these guys don't give me attention these guys don't pay attention to me these guys don't make me feel seen you know who made you feel seen jordan v okay 
He was looking you dead in your eyes, being so vulnerable with you, listening to you, sympathizing with you, empathizing with you. And what happened? He said, I had to pick up the pieces and grow up when I was little. My parents got divorced. It was just me and my sister. I had to be strong for her. As soon as he said that, he got up from the table and was like, how do I tell him? Who's going to tell him? Tell him what, sis? Tell him. Well, there was nothing wrong with that man. He said, my parents are divorced. He said, well, sorry, sweetie, but you got to go. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But any sane woman would have kept Jordan V. I get it. It's an emotional journey. Maybe she wasn't sane in that moment. Maybe it was temporary insanity. But like, come on. And this was before y'all had to choose sides. How do you know he didn't want to try with Gabby? How you know Gabby didn't want to try with him? I guess we'll never know. Because he's gone. But anyway. That's enough of the Bachelorette that we have seen. The Bachelorette that we haven't seen, y'all. Whoever's doing like their little previews and stuff. Whoever's in charge of media. They've been doing it this season. Because honestly, it's been so funny. Like the little previews and little snippets. And things you get at the end of an episode. Like... Whose idea was it to go to another location with a windmill? Y'all know dang well what happened last time when Hannah and Peter earned a windmill five times. I mean, I'm glad they had a good time. And they both got their season of fine love. And Peter and Kelly are doing what Peter and Kelly are doing. And Hannah's happy with a man. Good for her. Good old Hannah Brown. But like, y'all know how much drama a windmill cost last time, bro. Y'all freaking know. And... Hopefully it brings good luck and good times and just positivity because we don't need no more drama. No more negativity, y'all. Well, anyway, that's enough The Bachelorette. Um, coming up next is another little segment I'm going to throw in. Very much something I would do. And then we're going to talk about Bachelor in Paradise because even though The Bachelorette is happening right now, I'm a Bachelor Nation stan all the shows okay so that's what we're gonna focus on all right y'all this next segment i'm starting it's gonna be a little short but i just feel like with the world all interconnected we should be worldly people and how's the best way to start that learning another language Cause I know y'all know dang well, everybody in the mama do not speak English. And so we're gonna fix that. Now, I know y'all are gonna say a lot of Spanish speakers are in America, right? But honestly, I'm a French gal. You know, my family is African and some of them speak French. So I was just drawn to take that naturally. And so I'm not gonna lie, learning French, I learned most of what Dora taught me. So, I would do Spanish, but the only thing I know in Spanish is 0 through 10, Arriba Abajo, Verde, Some Colors, um, and Tu Necesitas and Hombre. And there's a lot more things to say than Tu Necesitas and Hombre. So, we're going to go over to French, y'all. Now, there's so much to do with French. There's like the subjects, the verbs, E-R, I-R, R-E, Irregular. There's the numbers, there's the greetings, there's the hi, how are you? There's the colors, there's the food. There's so much to say. And I don't know where to start. I really don't know where to start. My favorite word in French is window. But like, when are you just randomly gonna need to say window in French? 
I don't know. But anyway, a really informal way to say hi and bye to someone that's your age, if you're on the young people age, is salut. That's it. Very simple to say. See someone your age? Say hey. Say what's up. Say yo. Just say salut. And keep going about your business. Now, if you want to say window, window is a feminine verb. And I just think feminine verbs in French, not the loud truck, I'm trying to talk. I just think the feminine verbs in French, honestly, sound so pretty. Because un and la sound very pretty next to a word, as opposed to on and le. Because what the heck is a le? Anyway, window. If you American and you say it, it's fenetra. But if you French and you say it, you want to say a window, you say un fenetra. If you want to say the window, you say la fenetra. I just love saying window. Anyway, everyone loves saying croissant this, croissant that. If you want to speak French, they hate ours. They hate ours. American speech, dead to them. It's not croissant. It's croissant. And it's just... It sounds so fancy when you say it right. Croissant. Like, who wouldn't want to say it? Next, it's very random. I promise y'all I'm going to have a theme of French words next time. But I just wanted to get, like, the favorites out the way. 19 in French reminds me of these nuts. And it's because in French, whenever you're talking about numbers, it's like you do addition and you say and but you know how like 19 and american and american cancel me for that you know how 19 in english is just 19 right french french 19 is 10 9 so just like us 10 is this and then 9 is nif so 19 in french is these nif and y'all can't sit up here and tell me these nuts does not sound like these nuts because it does next this last one if y'all know me y'all know i love my coffee i love my caffeine whether that's a latte form cappuccino form i'm not a big iced coffee fan but i do love a good cold brew and iced latte haven't tried iced cappuccino yet i do like the macchiatos the iced macchiatos americano espresso i just like coffee y'all and so, to celebrate coffee, I just want to say Café Olé. Oh, that sounds so American. Let's see if I can make it sound French. Café Olé. No, this was going to sound American coming out of my mouth. I'm sorry. That's coffee with milk. Because if you notice, I said lattes and cappuccinos. And them things is not just black coffee. It is Café Olé. That's as good as I'm going to get. But anyway, that's your five French words for today, y'all. Salut for hi and bye. Say 19 for 19. Say café au lait for coffee with milk. Say une fenêtre for a window. Say la fenêtre for the window. And don't say croissant. Say croissant. And that's it for your French today. That's it for your French five. Anyway, time to go back to Bachelor Nation. Thank you for bearing with me. Anyway, y'all, 
I am now done walking out in nature and I'm sitting my nature loving behind and Big Bertha, my car, because it's getting darker and it's not because the sun is going down, it's because the clouds are coming in and it's probably gonna storm soon because you know, climate change and everything, it's been raining like no one's business here and it did not used to do that when I was younger. So, we moved in the car. But anyway, y'all, Bachelor in Paradise is coming. I would say it's not coming soon enough, but bro, it's literally next month. But you know, I'm just saying, today's August 11th, Bachelor in Paradise doesn't come out. Oh, I lost it. I'm pretty sure it's September 23rd, though. Very much sure it's September 23rd. We're going to Instagram to verify. Because that's when everyone loves to put out their stuff. KK, Bachelor in Paradise. Their promo is two flamingo floaties, one on top of the other. The caption says, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but are you down the flock, Bachelor Nation? And so it's two flamingos on top of each other. And it says everyone's down the flock. Oh, the premiere is September 27th, not September 23rd. That makes it worse because... It's a summer show. It usually comes out in August. And now you're just making it come out fall. They're going to be in the beach having an amazing time. Summer. Summer fun loves and a bikini wonderland like I say on Teen Beach Movie. But we're going to be watching it when we're getting ready for Halloween and spooky season. I mean, I love my Bachelor in Paradise either way. But dang, y'all. Anyway. There has honestly been so much flip-flop around and so many different Bachelor and Bachelorette seasons, back-to-back -back Bachelorette, here we go Bachelor, back-to-Bachelorette, two Bachelorettes, like, there's so many options for Paradise, but, like, at the same time, I want some of old Bachelor to be in there, but, like, there's so much new Bachelor that how are they gonna fit old Bachelor and new Bachelor in there together? Like, I don't know if they can do it, to be honest. I don't know who's gonna be there. I really don't. Because my absolute favorite group of men is Greg, Andrew, and why can't I remember this dude's name? The one who's really expressive with the eyes. He's not really expressive with his eyes. He's really expressive and he has big eyes. I forget his name, but they're my absolute fave. And I know a lot of people don't like Greg and everything that went down with Katie. There it is, Katie season. But I love that. I love that friend group, honestly. I love the bromance. I would be down to see them on the Bachelor in Paradise season. I really would. But speaking of Bachelor in Paradise seasons, I want to know what y'all favorite Bachelor in Paradise season is because Bachelor in Paradise is what got me into the whole Bachelor franchise in the first place because honestly, I think it's the best one because instead of it's like one guy dating 30 girls or one girl dating 30 guys, everyone that didn't get their chance to find love gets to come to an island they get to come to an island and they all get to just mingle with each other like they all get to just naturally date around and naturally find out who they want like it's i don't want to say it's natural but it is at the same time because in person you find someone you like you keep talking with them you vibe with them you go on dates with them and that's that now here everyone's kind of dating everybody but like that's like every dating show ever so like it's as close to normal as you're gonna get Actually, though, my favorite Bachelor in Paradise season, Grocery Store Joe. And I don't mean Grocery Store Jordan. 
grocery store Joe. Oh my gosh. I don't mean grocery store Joe and Kendall. I mean grocery store Joe and Serena. Because him and Kendall were cute with the taxidermy. And you have Evan and Carly, which, yeah, they have children. And then, wasn't Astrid? I think that's Astrid season two, and they're still together, babies and stuff. But then, there was Jordan, Jordan and Jenna, but Jenna found love with someone else and is welcoming a child. And I absolutely don't know what Jordan's doing. But... Joe and Serena are absolutely amazing. And I absolutely love Joe. He's my favorite. Who doesn't love grocery store Joe? But, like, the fact that they're, like, 10 years apart, it just really got me. There were so many age gaps that season. But I just love their love story. I'll probably go back and watch their season again just to prepare for the next one. Because they're so cute. They're so cute. And they're still together, doing cute stuff together. And actually having feelings for each other. So, I just... That's my favorite season of Bachelor in Paradise. I did like when Demi was on there, even though she was causing drama and everything. She was the first cast member of Bachelor Nation to come out as LGBTQIA+. And so, because of that, they let her come on there with her girlfriend and have the whole Bachelor in Paradise experience. Now, we love the inclusivity, but that's one person. And there's so many of the community out there, Bachelor in Paradise. Like, wake up. Wake the heck up. When are you going to have a Bachelor season or Bachelorette season when the lead is gay or bi? Like, you can make it a whole nother show. Like, you you want to have a bachelor, a bachelor show about older people. Have a Bachelor show for the LGBTQIA+. Like, what are you waiting for? Like, a Bachelorette that has just everybody she can date, not just 30 men, but 30 of everybody. A bachelor who could just date 30 of everybody. A non-binary lead, like a whole gay season, a lesbian season. Like, what are you waiting for, honestly? Just do it. The people want it, and the people keep you in business because the people give you ratings and the people give you numbers. So listen to the people. Because without the people, there would be no you. Anyway, y'all. That's going to close out my Bachelor talk, my Bachelor Nation talk, because I get really very passionate about it. And I just want to know what you guys think about the whole thing. And if you don't watch any of the Bachelor Nation, any of the Bachelor Nation, I'm part of Bachelor Nation. We, the people that watch it, we are Bachelor Nation. If you don't watch any of the Bachelor franchise and you're thinking about it, I would very much suggest you to try Bachelor in Paradise before you try anything else because that will really suck you in and then you're like oh they came from this season they came from that season I kind of want to see how it unfolded and so that's what you do it pulled me in and it'll probably pull you in so I say give it a try if you haven't already but y'all it's it's been a year it's been a year for this podcast and I just I can't believe it. I remember just like yesterday, I was like, I want to make a podcast. So I put a whole bunch of notes on my phone. I was like, do I make a theme? Do I not make a theme? I like to talk a lot, but I don't want to annoy people with how much I talk. But I need to talk to somebody, even if it's myself. I didn't care if anybody listened or if I was just listening to my own episodes because I do listen to every single episode before I put it out to you guys. Not just editing it, but like listening to it all the way through. 
because if you guys are gonna spend like an hour listening to my voice I'm gonna make sure you can get through it because if I can't get through it I know you can't can't if I can't you can't but if I can you can and I remember my sister had a doctor's appointment and I was just sitting in my car I was like I'm gonna be here for a while maybe I should record the first episode now and I did and the first couple maybe the first half of the podcast is cringy but I'm leaving it up because growth I love seeing growth I love listening to growth I love seeing the representation of it so I'm gonna leave it up life has changed so much during this during this year when I first started my podcast August 2021 man I was just about to start sophomore year of college freshman year was done it had all been done online through zoom half on zoom half not the pandemic was very much eating us all alive toilet paper toilet paper rush stealing scandals I had a community bathroom I had a dorm to myself but there were centipedes and ghosts and I got locked out of my dorm one time man I didn't have that many friends. I really stayed in my room to myself. My roommate left and I was by myself. And then towards the end of that first year, I found my tribe. And now here we are, junior year, about to room with some of them. And I love them to death. Went from never having a successful talking stage to being in a full-blown relationship. Went from being at a job that stresses me out, that I'm afraid to tell my boss that I'm sick, to now being in a job that I love and that stands for something that's important to me. Went from absolutely hardcore nursing major to maybe I'm going to change the public health and if I do that's going to be okay. Okay? Like there's been so many life changes and you guys have been there with me through it all. I don't know exactly how many of you there are but I'm grateful for every single one of you. So thank you so much that sounded like a fart but it was really just my mouth and it did have to come at the wrong time but thank you guys so much i really do appreciate it from the bottom the bottom of my heart y'all Ooh, about to make me emotional anyway one more new segment before we close out go ahead take a little pee break do whatever y'all need to do Truthfully, y'all, I don't even know why I call this a segment because I've low-key been doing this for the last couple podcast episodes except for the very last one. Like, it was just going to be a poem at the end of the podcast episode, which, like I said, I had already started doing. But I don't know what I'm going to call the segment yet. Ooh, maybe I should call it Away With Words. Okay, little miss, Away With Words. Okay, I'm going to call it that. But this... Honestly, I have not wrote any poems about Bachelor Nation because it's Bachelor Nation. Now, I have written a lot of a lot of poems about black people in love, but that's just me. And now looking back, I definitely should have said my poem called My Body, My Choice at the end of the last episode, but we're not going to talk about it. It's out there now. And so let me decide what poem I should read. I'm going to read my poem, Woman, because in light of recent events in the past couple of months in the summer, and about y'all trying to take rights away from a woman to her own body, and just 
the struggles of being a woman because y'all my gyn office had me feeling so freaking oh anyway this poem is called woman by yours truly being a woman in this world you're forced to grow thick skin you can't trust society you need to know your beauty within we'll be judged by our hips and thighs before men glance up at our face they might cat call you and tell you to smile and we've been conditioned to just keep moving with grace how come it's normal for someone to get handsy at a bar how come the minimum a guy should do is set way down too far why do we help so much just for our names to be whispers in the wind why are beauty standards so strong that we eat half a plate at breakfast lunch and dinner and that's for those of us that even eat all of our meals it's a good thing that more men than ever are trying to be allies yet they can never feel our pain and bear all the weight we do they'll soon realize how come our precious flowers are synonyms for calling somebody weak if men had to go through what our bodies did they realize what we go through is not for the meek for some reason women are seen as submissive but we have to be twice as strong and this marathon called life if you think women are losing you can be absolutely certain that you're dead wrong Okay, y'all, end scene. That was called Woman by Me. I think it was a really good poem. Don't mind the little stutter at the end. But y'all know. Y'all know what I mean? Like, I just, that one does it for me, y'all. But anyway, I hope you have an absolutely amazing day or night or whenever you're listening to this. Just go out and conquer the world. Go out and be you. You're beautiful, confident, radiant, very much needed in this world joy bringing amazing self go have a great life go be the change you wish to see in the world as they say go do what makes you happy go be your most authentic genuine loving self and if you need the reminder you're meant to be here god wouldn't put you in this world if you weren't meant to be here because he doesn't make any mistakes and he doesn't give anything more than you can't handle with others or with him like if you need anything just reach out to me i'm here for you i'll be praying for you god loves you and so do i just have an absolutely amazing day go be the bad bitty that you are that goes for everybody because we're all bad period anyway y'all have an amazing day my lovelies peace